Broadcasting live from Grand Canyon University Golf Course, this is Arizona Sports Holiday Heroes, presented by Sanderson Ford, benefiting Operation Santa Claus. The Wolf and Luke Show at Holiday Heroes, presented by Moving Team 6. Here it is, Holiday Heroes benefiting Operation Santa Claus. We are broadcasting live from Grand Canyon University's Championship Golf Course. Presented by Sanderson Ford today. Text DONATE to 62620. You can make a donation. You'll be entered to win a lot of autographed sports memorabilia or tickets to some of the most popular events in town. Plus, $20 donation gets you four entries into the drawing to win a Sanderson Ford F-150 Super Crew truck or Lincoln Course Air. All right, Wolf, back to some football here. And we got the right guy to talk to joining us on the Arizona Sports Line is Kurt Warner. Kurt, thank you for the time. How are you doing today? I'm well. How are you guys? Doing okay, Kurt. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, we're uh, we're doing good, but obviously the football team here is in sort of a rough spot, so that's cast a shadow over the uh, the sports scene in the Valley. Uh, I guess let's just let's start there. The game last night, your reaction having played quarterback to, to great success in this league for a long time, when you see a guy like Kyler Murray go down with that, uh, it seems like it's going to be an ACL injury, and just what's what's coming up now for him in this team? Well, I mean, I mean, your heart goes out to, to every player that gets hurt in any facet, and especially when it's, uh, you know, if if that is confirmed, a long-term injury like that, and an injury, especially for a guy like Kyler, where, you know, his legs are such a huge part of his game. And so, you know, you wonder and you hope that he can get back to, to normal uh, for the rest of his career because he's so young and there's so much ahead of him. But, you know, your heart breaks for any of these guys guys that you understand what we put our bodies through um, but also how vital our bodies are to, to doing what we do and to having the success that, that we have and so you just you, you hate to see it um, you hate to see it for young guys young franchise quarterbacks young franchise players um, you know to have to go through that and then you know you know what it's going to take to uh, to get back to to where he was before. So, Kurt, when I say the 4-9 Arizona Cardinals to you, what do you think of and where do you start? How do you fix it? Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me, um, you know, the first part, I think it's disappointing because what we had seen with Kyler and Cliff, you know, in their time together was every year got a little bit better. And, you know, that's what you want to see is you want to see growth and growth in hopes that you're going in the right direction and you're going to turn that corner uh, and be that team that can compete every year. And so I think a lot of us were expecting that after, you know, the playoffs a year ago, you know, okay, you know, they're getting closer. And, you know, this year you added some pieces and you feel like they've got, you know, a lot of talent on this team. You thought this was going to be the year where they were going to take that, that next step. Um, and so when you say four and nine, I think that's the first thing is you you're disappointed because it's so far away from what you expected coming in. Um, but, you know, I think the biggest thing for me and, and what I continue to look at with this football team is I can't figure out what their offensive identity is. Uh, when you have an offensive head coach and a, a really good young quarterback, I've never been able to figure out what they hang their hat on. What are the, the concepts they're going to run every week? What is it that Kyler is, is really good at in the passing game that you can say this will be our staple and this is what you know people are going to have to stop because we're so good at it i've never been able to figure that out um you know with this combination and with this this offense and so i think that's my biggest struggle with this team when you say where do you go and and, and how do you build 
to me, it's hard to build unless you know what you are. You know what your identity is, and you say, okay, you know, we're, we're just going to be so good at this that, that teams are going to struggle to stop us. And then we create our complementary pieces to that where now it's just, you know, it's awesome. Um, and, and I've never been able to figure out and put my finger on what that is. So when I go into a game, I can say, at least I expect this. Every week to me is, is kind of a different experience, and I'm not sure what I'm going to get outside of you know a lot of the you know, kind of college esque you know, bubble screens and wide receiver screens. I know that's going to be a big part of what they do, but I haven't been able to put my finger on anything else that really defines this offense. And that to me is where you have to go. And obviously, you know, it's a big hit if if Kyler has you know a, a nine month recovery or however long this takes moving forward to really figure that out um but I, I just don't think you can be you know a great team in this league unless you know who you are and you know what you're good at and and i just i have trouble figuring that out with with this cardinals team mm-hmm. talking to kurt warner kurt i think a lot of people watching this team feel the same way as, as what you just said is is there is that something that can be fixed internally or do you have to make sweeping changes to to be able to, to kind of discover that identity um you know, I mean, I think the biggest, it really depends. I mean, a lot of it comes down to, you know, A, what you want to be good at, like what, what you want to build around. And, you know, you have to think that here that's going to be Kyler um, and what he does well. And so I think it starts there, knowing what your guy does really well, knowing what, you know, you, you can build around in terms of your franchise quarterback. Um, I think the second piece is, you know, knowing what your personnel is and understanding what you're capable of. I think a great example is when Coach Wiz came here to Arizona. He came from Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh was, you know, a two-wide receiver, one tight end, fullback type <laughs> offense. That's what they did. They wanted to be a power run team and a play action team, and, and, and that's where they were so successful in, in those, you know, those good years with Pittsburgh. He came here. We were not built that way. We didn't have the offensive line. We didn't have those pieces inside. We were Anquan, Larry, we were three wides, mm-hmm. you know, it was what I, you know, I did well, even though I felt I could play in, you know, different systems, but that's what I did so well. And so it took time for, for us to try to convince him, hey, that's not what we are. You know, we're not going to be our best if we try to be that sort of team, even though that's your background and that's where you've had your most success. We've got to evolve around our players and become what our, our, our team is you know, it is built to be, or we've got to make, as you said, wholesale changes to go, well, if we want to be that, then we've got to go change these pieces. If we want to be good at, at, at what you want to do. And so that becomes, you know, another piece to this puzzle is knowing your personnel, knowing what they're capable of, what they're best at and making sure that you can mesh that together. And if it doesn't mesh together, then that's when you go make your wholesale changes and go, okay, you know, this guy does this well, but these guys do that well. They don't fit together. So we've got to build a, a team that fits around whatever those key pieces are or whatever we want to do and want to be as an offense. We've got to build our team around that instead of just having a bunch of guys that might be good at something, but they're not good at the same things, allowing you to be successful and, and have that identity offensively. Very well put. Kurt, thank you so much for the time thank and the you, insight. Kurt. We appreciate it. 
You got it, guys. Anytime. Thanks, Thanks buddy. That's Kurt Warner. Boy, I tell you, <laughs> what he just said, and yeah. we can certainly get into that throughout the show, it already, he said a lot right there, and it obviously carries more weight when you realize it's Kurt Warner yeah. saying it too, right? I think yep. he knows a thing or two about you know running an offense in the, uh, the National Football League. Uh, all right, now it's your turn. When we come back, what was your reaction when Kyler Murray went down last night? 602-260-9870. It's our listeners-only meeting, and it's next. Again, 602-260-9870. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Broadcasting live from Grand Canyon University Golf Course, this is Arizona Sports Holiday Heroes, presented by Sanderson Ford, benefiting Operation Santa Claus. The Wolf and Luke Show at Holiday Heroes, presented by Moving Team 6. We're going to talk to the guys from Moving Team 6 here in a little bit. We just talked to Kurt Warner, and, of course, Cliff Kingsbury will join us uh, at 145, as he does every Monday, or in this case Tuesday, following a Cardinals game. That was a rough one last night. Rough for the team, rough for the coaching staff, rough for the fans, though, Wolf. And this is one of my favorite things we do the day after a game is get the uh, the listeners' thoughts. So 602-260-9870, time for a listeners-only meeting right here. Let's start with Chris in Goodyear. Chris, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? So, uh, obviously, watching Kyler go down, that was painful for the whole entire Cardinals nation to watch. But, you know, it almost seems like that just gave Cliff kind of another bye week to, to get through. And, unfortunately, it, it might it might let him get into next season with that because he always seems to lean on we don't have a full staff. We don't have this. We don't have that. Or when he needs to win a game, Kyler wins the game for him. And, uh, yeah, I just I, – I love Cliff. I think he was good from the start, but I just don't think he's the right fit for us. And I, I really hope that Kyler going down doesn't affect the coaching decisions moving forward. All right, Chris, I appreciate the call. Um, look, I mean, Kyler going down affects everything going forward. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does. I, I, I was not of the belief that they were going to get Sean Payton. There's a lot of complications to that. you you got to make a lot of – there's just a lot to that. You're All of a sudden, you're buying out your coach and your GM, and you're paying a ton of money to Sean Payton, and I just was not of the belief that they were going to do that. But I would take it one step further now. Does Sean Payton want to come here if the guy that he would have wanted to come here to coach most is hurt, right? Right now, I mean, it just it impacts everything. It impacts every decision you or people peripherally around you are yeah. going to make now. And once again, to each his own. Everybody has their own opinion, and there's nothing wrong with having that opinion, my brother. But uh, I never thought Cliff was going to be fired this season to begin with. Um, but this injury to Kyler makes me think he, there's no way it's going to happen now because I think he's going to get one more year going forward because you're not going to change the entire system. It's almost like pulling the rug out. Kyler Murray's feet, so to speak, as he's trying to recover from this ACL. I just don't see that happening. That's just my own opinion. Yeah, that, that's where the injuries this season, even before Kyler, just complicate things so much because if you're just 4-9 and, and you've had a normal amount of injuries, then I'm sure you look and you say, okay, we're going to make this change and this change. Whether you agree with it or not, the injuries complicate everything to the point where now, again, there's no definitive path. Let's go back out to the phones. Danny in Goodyear Dan here on the Wolf and Luke show. Hey guys, uh, thanks for taking the call. Sure. Um, the first, my first reaction was just, you know, 
genuine heartbreak. I've been following K1 since he was at OU. Uh, love the guy. I love the excitement and the energy he brings to the team. Um, but man, my initial my initial reaction also brought a lot of uncertainty. Um, you know, you look at Cliff, uh, Steve Kime, and Kyler, and you kind of like put those three together, and it always seemed like Kyler Murray was the sure guy that kind of made this made this team, this football team, you know, really carry on. And um, I'm just I'm just kind of I'm kind of scared for the future and the, the uncertainty around this football club. Well, that is, that is really a great call right there because that is exactly what yesterday brought to this offseason, the uncertainty. And it's the uncertainty that I think will keep the status quo. That's my you're point. Of, you're kind of frozen now. It's almost like you're just stuck in time and all the other teams in the league, unfortunately, are going to keep moving forward or in some cases backwards. But I think Danny just said it right there. He articulated it pretty well. Of I bet if we did a poll of, okay, who do you trust the most? Cliff Kingsbury, Steve Kime, Kyler Murray. And I know Kyler Murray gets criticism, but I bet Cardinals fans would still say of those three, they trust Kyler the most. And now he has more uncertainty than any of them. Which yeah. is, what is Kyler Murray going to do right now, once again? Uh, the ACL, it's not the end-all, be-all the way that it was. When a guy used to suffer a torn ACL, man, it was trouble. It was bad for your career, especially if you were a running back, if you were a corner if you were a safety, if you were somebody that had mobility issues, um, you know, where you had to be quick, um, it was bad for your career. It's no longer like that. It isn't. Yet at the same time, mentally, it's a hurdle that Kyla Murray's going to have to overcome. Let's go back out to the phones and talk to Scott in Gilbert. Scott, what's going on? Hey, thanks for taking the call, guys. Sure. Uh, yeah, you know, I guess I have to break it down to what I feel the, the least common denominator is, and I hate to mention it, but I just think the owners, the Bidwells are jinxed. You know, I mean, it just, God bless the fans go out there tailgate with all their gear every week, and just, it's just humiliating. And, uh, you know, the craziest play, one of the craziest plays in NFL history happened to be in the Super Bowl when Harrison ran 99 yards back. And it's just like... I don't know. I just, I just think the the owners. I, what can you do about it? I guess you can't do anything about it, but it's just frustrating as a fan. And then insult to injury. All these people move from California, rooting on the Rams, and it's just like a prerequisite if you want to live in Arizona. You should, you should root on the Cardinals. You know, as hard as it is, as it is you know. We don't like that. Us Arizona, we don't like these people moving here and rooting on the Rams and, and all the other teams. It's just it's frustrating. I don't know what it is, but I do think that the Bidwells are a jinxed family, and I wish they'd sell the team. Thanks yeah. for taking more call, guys. Thank Scott, you, buddy. I appreciate the call. I will say this and make you feel a little bit better. Most Rams fans have already given up on their team and moved on now, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, once again, I, I do not agree. I think uh, your take that the Bidwell family is jinxed is incorrect, uh, yet at the same time, you're entitled to your own opinion, of course. Uh, they will not be selling the team anytime soon. No, uh, what I would say, though, in, in when that happened with Kyler Murray last night, and, and to Scott for, for this, I mean, Cardinals fans, if you're at the game last night, I thought the Cardinals fans represented pretty well, too, considering it's a lot of, so did a lot I. of angry Bostoners yeah. showing up. But um, 
any Cardinal, if you're at, if you're at one of these games or you see people sporting the Cardinals right now, these at this point, I think we'd safely say these we've we've whittled it down to the true fans because nothing is going right. And so when I saw Kyler Murray get hurt last night, it wasn't like oh this team's jinx, but it was just like this has kind of reached the level of ridiculousness this season with the bad luck this team has had. I'm not saying they haven't made mistakes; they obviously have. They sure. would they wouldn't be four nine if they hadn't. But in terms of the intangibles, every intangible has gone against the Cardinals this year too. That was like I'm, that was the final straw. Last yeah, I'm night. trying to I'm trying to think of a team that I've seen suffer this kind of rash of injuries. I really am. I'm trying to think. Of, okay, did did you ever play in ten years? I can tell you right now, in ten years, I've never seen anything like this. Calvin Beecham. Calvin Beecham is the only starter to actually start in every game Calvin on the just offensive out the line. Rest of the year, man. I, I'm just saying. Just wrap you in bubble wrap. Do you know how bizarre that is? He's the only I've, player on offense. I, I've never on offense. Everybody's been hurt. Okay. Tyler, James Conner, I guess okay. Hopkins hasn't, but he missed games. Rondale right. Moore, Holly, every, so, Hurts, they've all been hurt. So here's the one thing I want to know right now. This is this is the one thing I, I is is everything going to be changed going forward? <laughs> However you prepare a team, I, I think Cliff Kingsbury's got to look at it and say, we're going to do everything differently going forward. That has to be on the it's table. Right. Everything's got to be on the table. One more real quick. Let's go to Steve and Scottsdale. Steve, you're on the Wolf and Luke show. Yeah. Uh, so I don't buy the injury thing so much. Um, you get players out there like Debo Samuel. Uh, if Debo Samuel is not decapitated, he shows up to play the next week, and he will beat you. The Cardinals were already snake fit before yesterday ever started. I don't think that they're treating – I don't think that they're doing the right thing for Kyler in any way, shape, matter, or form. They send him back into that shotgun. They very seldom have him under center. They completely eschew the possibility of doing any run play, you know, run pass option. They, they absolutely have schemed to make him worse. I don't think Cliff Kingsbury's the guy to bring him along. I don't think the two of them even get along. Now, with the injury, I don't think you're going to see Kyler at all next season. And the dumpster fire that the Cardinals were yesterday morning is, you can't put it out. It would take a football genius to come and save this thing. And that was the case yesterday. Today, there's no good options. And I'm telling you, I'm a season ticket holder. I got four seats on the 50. And I've been miserable. I go out there every week. The ride home is miserable. Everyone's arguing with one another. And I'm thinking to myself, if the Cardinals were not an NFL team, with, you know, socialism and revenue sharing, they'd probably go out of business. You wouldn't support what's going on here. It's it's beyond mediocrity. It's just it's it's approaching hopelessness. And Steve, I appreciate the call, man. Um, I think a lot of people probably feel that way today. It's uh, not much is going right yeah. right now. We'll, we'll obviously, I, I, you know, the only thing I'd, I'd say about it is there's not a lot of teams that not everyone went to the playoffs last year. Okay, I'm just yeah. saying. Well, and, and this is the con- I know that it feels like that's a long way away. I understand that. I totally get it. What are they? They're they're five and fourteen in their last nineteen. Yeah. Is that what it is? I mean, I totally understand that. But uh, let's not make it sound like they haven't been to the playoffs in 40 years. No, that's fair. I think it's it's the the combination of expectations and everything going wrong this season. Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 
420 right now. We come back. Holiday Heroes benefiting Operation Santa Claus continues. We're live from the GCU golf course, and we're going to have the guys from Moving Team 6 in here next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Broadcasting live from Grand Canyon University Golf Course, this is Arizona Sports Holiday Heroes, presented by Sanderson Ford, benefiting Operation Santa Claus. The Wolf and Luke Show at Holiday Heroes, presented by Moving Team 6. All right, presented by Moving Team 6, and the guys from Moving Team 6 are here right now. we got Tim Lee, the founder, JT, and Carrot, the uh, the co-founders, are here talking football during the break, guys. So you can just jump right in with your opinions on the Cardinals, too. That was a rough one last night. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that's hard. You guys were at the game, were you not? Yeah, yeah we, well, you know, we've been doing events at the games, uh, every home game. So we have a tent out there, and then my dad and I ended up going last minute, and we were excited, but... <laughs> <laughs> kind of rough to take in, but... Tim, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good, yeah, yeah. And I was bummed about our Cardinals, but you know what? we got to keep fighting, right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it, man. Yeah. What can you tell us about moving Team 6? Well, it started in 2012. Um, I had started the Perfectionist moving, and then we branched, rebranded it with the boys, and uh, we've been going hard ever since. And it's just kind of you know work ethic, and uh, what's special to be here today because we get to give back. And, and that's why I say when you when you build a business, if you're not giving back, you're not doing doing what you should do. And and um, that's, what, that's what we love to do. You know, we take great pleasure in that. So you you guys are for real. <laughs> I like to say that because you. You do give back. This is not just, you're not just doing it because you want to bring attention to moving Team 6. You nope. guys do it because this is your life, correct? Yep, exactly. Correct. Yeah, we've been called to serve those that have served us. So, And now it's our time to you know, impact the community. Um, now that we're not out in the trucks anymore and we're able to you know, really make an impact and help our community as much as possible. So we'll be blessed. Yeah, I mean, you say that that's, that's what all businesses should do it's not what all businesses do do though so i mean you have to have that tie into the community like wolf just said it, it you can you can tell i mean i've met you guys a few times i know wolf knows you a lot better but even just talking to you guys and seeing some of the work you do like it's it's natural to to want to be that invested in this community yeah yeah i agree with that we, we just want to touch people's hearts you know i believe in this this is the time you're always talking about christmas i always you know impact mm-hmm. with my children too it's about just helping people you know it's not about gifts it's not about anything i love it more about Lord Jesus Christ and I believe in just blessing people because there's a lot of people out there are just going through some rough times right now especially mm-hmm. with what we're dealing with so I think it's like you know um, I was actually at Valley Luna the other night and I you know t- tipped that waitress a, a little more extra because I feel like you know, my daughter goes do you want to bless her she goes yes let's do it you know <laughs> and she walked away and started crying you know and I just like you know that's what makes me feel good is this the time of year is giving back because children deserve that you know yes. that's a big thing why is moving team six here and, and involved in holiday here I think we just understand, like, uh, myself having four kids, my brother having two kids, my sister. It's just like, how can we get involved in the community and really, truly make an impact? And then, like, taking my kids to go shop for kids their age and just see that, once again, it's not about the gifts under the tree. It's not all about all that. It's like, how can we touch lives and build generations, you know, that really want to make an impact in our community, not just now, but generations to come. Um, so that's really something that we want to touch on. And speaking of generations right there, Timmy, this is something you and instilled in your kids, right? Exactly, this yeah. Is, 
you that started this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, we, we get a joy out of it, and um, like you said, it's not about uh, building more business. If you know, I think anybody in life, you pay it forward, right? You know, if you're just hugging on to everything and can't take it with you, Amen. you know, you know. So we're uh, we love it, and uh, if we can change some people's lives, and and not only that, but be role models in, in the community and and other other businesses or people that want to start up their own business down the road. You know, we're looking at franchising, doing a lot of stuff. Um, that's going to be the road we're going to take. And if you don't want to be on that team, that we're gonna, we're going to go a different direction with somebody else. You know, so that's that's really important. It's got to feel good though, sort of like what Wolf was saying, to see these guys echoing your your you know those values because that doesn't always work out that way. <laughs> yeah, they've been they've been awesome. I, I, when we when we rebranded, I kind of you know I hung out and helped them a little bit in the beginning, but they've done a great job, and I'm extremely proud of them. And uh, you know, our whole family we're, we're strong believers, and uh, and um, you know that's that's the most important thing to us. And you know, I always say, if you put God first, everything else will come come. Amen. This is really how it works. Talk a little bit about the franchise. You're talking about franchising. What is that? <laughs> Moving Team 6 wants to franchise. How are we doing this, guys? I believe you know, we we have a reputation in this valley. You know, and I think about it is it's helping veterans out. And especially after coming back from deployment, they don't know what they want to do for their jobs because what they're doing, they're sacrificing their lives over there. Yep. You know, when they come back here, a lot of them go through PTSD. A lot of them go through a lot of hardship, you know, and I believe that, hey, we can set an example and we can help them out. We're going to do that. But people are just like, your brand is amazing. And it's like, yeah, we, we don't mess around. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to, you know, we have high goals, high standards every day. And I think we want to do that for our guys, too. And, you know, I think we learned our discipline from, you know, my, my dad. And I was like the other day, I love motivational speeches. Like the other day, Deion Sanders was speaking. He just, I love what he's doing now. He's over at Colorado. And yeah. he's helping young man get to the pros and today you watched a cool video of him his his discipline and how he treats him it's like hey this is how i'm going to get you there and like i think we need more role, role models like that today and hopefully we can do that for young men today too well, guys we appreciate what you do at moving team six we appreciate what you do in the community and we appreciate your involvement in, uh, in holiday heroes here today this is great yeah, well we you thank guys. you guys for having us uh, out here today you know it's a blessing for us yeah so. absolutely. absolutely that's thank you, boys that's tim lee jt lee and garrett lee uh, of moving team six and i tell you what before we let you guys go we got to give away something here so we are giving away uh, a carson kelly autograph bat and a catel Marte autograph ball and we have the winner right here wolf and it is katie casanova so katie casanova just won the autograph carson kelly bat well, that's and awesome nice. Marte ball a little baseball katie season casanova. that's a great name man <laughs> I'm, be kidding. I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that uh, all right join bud light this uh, sunday for a red sea road rally as the cardinals take on the denver broncos enjoy great prizes ticket giveaways and food specials all game long at Philly's Sports Bar and Grill off Warner Road in the I-10. Head to the contest page on ArizonaSports.com for more information. When we come back, is Colt McCoy ready to take over for Kyler Murray the rest of this season? Doesn't really have much of a choice. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Broadcasting live from Grand Canyon University Golf Course, this is Arizona Sports Holiday Heroes, presented by Sanderson Ford, benefiting Operation Santa Claus. The Wolf and Luke Show at Holiday Heroes, presented by Moving Team 6. Arizona Sports, breaking news. 
All right, Aaron. What do you got? All right, guys. Um, According to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, he has confirmed that Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray tore his ACL last night. The MRI confirmed today, so his season is over. All right. Well, uh, here, let me see. <laughs> I got a few things I got to get here before we get going. First of all, moving team six on their way out, just dropped off a giant check for $4,000. So no big deal. Nice, nice $4,000 donation here. Holiday, holiday heroes benefiting Fantastic. Operation Santa Claus. Second of all, that voice you just heard clearly isn't Wolf. Tim Ring has stepped in for Wolf. This isn't even, this isn't even the closer, Tim. This is like stepping in a middle relief because we're going to have Wolf back on at the end of the show when we talk to Cliff, but he's got to get to Cardinals now. We're out, we are out here at at uh, GCU's championship golf course, yeah. he's got to go there. So here, here you are. All of a sudden, I'm like the uh, seventh inning guy. Apparently, <laughs> I mean, well, have you come Andrew up Miller. with your bullpen song we, yet? We can't have Will do the show from the car on the drive over. <laughs> no, that would be, that would, it's dangerous. It'd be an unmitigated disaster. Yes. So, I'm the seventh inning guy. Happy to happy to pinch hit for. Uh, for a uh, for an hour here. Well, I'm I, I'm sure when you agreed to do this, you expected nothing but uh, happiness and joy around our sports teams in town, and instead you get to walk right into that breaking news, which is not a game changer. It's what we all expected, but now it is official: the torn ACL for Kyler Murray. And so let's just uh, let's get your initial reactions, Tim, before we really get into this. Um, that's. That obviously, look, it impacts the rest of the season, but for lack of a better term, who cares about the rest of the season, right? You're, now you're talking about something potentially big picture that's a problem. Well, it's gut-wrenching. I mean, it's gut-wrenching for Kyler Murray. It's gut-wrenching for the organization, you know, Luke. I mean, to watch that happen last night, I mean, you just can't believe it. I mean, here's a team that's really already in turmoil, trying to figure out where they're going to go, what's going on with not only the front office, but the coaching staff. So many question marks, so many elephants in the room. They haven't, they haven't been playing good football. They've already been you know, beset and beleaguered by injuries all season long, and you're kind of wondering, can they take these final five games, beginning with last night, and and try to find something to build on up for next year? Maybe not team-wise, but certainly individual-wise, and it would begin with Kyler Murray. Then on the third play of the game, uh, that happens, and, and here we are. The problem you have, you know, for, for us in our position right now is trying to... There, there's so many different layers now to try to speculate uh, on what's next and and where this football team goes. It's almost impossible because you just you don't know how long he's going to be out. You don't know what kind of quarterback he will be immediately when he gets back. Uh-huh. I mean, there are so many different scenarios right now that are completely there. There are questions that can't be answered. It, so it, try to find solutions here on December 13th is preposterous. It felt like they got in a lot of people's minds, eliminated by the Seahawks on November 6th. Then anybody that was kind of holding on to hope, okay, well, that, that Monday night loss to San Francisco, he got eliminated there, okay? Like, it wasn't that they were eliminated on November 6th, but it felt like, okay, this team's going to have a hard time making the playoffs. Then when they lost to San Francisco, it was like, okay, they're done. Then when they lost to the Chargers, it was like, man, they, you know, they fought back when they were probably done, and they lose on a two-point conversion at the end of the game. Okay, now they're definitely done. Well, last night felt like, once again, it felt like they've been eliminated four times this season. And last night, you, 
you walk out of that game and you're like, did they just start losing games next year? Last night, that's how that's how bad the feeling was around that game last night. And and again, I know there's a lot of Cardinals fans frustrated about how the team has operated this year, and I get it. And you're not wrong; they have done things. They've obviously made mistakes, but dude, they cannot catch a break. This that crossed the line to absurdity last night. When you're talking about okay, now we're gonna just kind of screw you over for next year too with an injury. Well, that's the thing. Okay, so Kyler Murray, let's say, and again, so you all we can do right now is paint potential pictures. I mean, you listen to guys on the radio this morning, not not locally per se, but nationally, and Keyshawn Johnson's talking about he, he, he thinks Kyler Murray might not play at all in 2023, and Mike Tannenbaum's weighing in, and all these guys are weighing in. They don't know either, and that's no. kind of my point. Nobody really knows when Kyler Murray is coming back. I could paint a very rosy picture right now. Kyler Murray could have surgery on January 1st. He could miss nine months. He could play on Sunday, October 1st, which means he would miss three games. Colt McCoy could start three games. The Cardinals could go two and one. Kyler's back for game four. Away we go. And you chase the playoffs in 2023. That's a realistic scenario. It is. It's a realistic scenario, but it's one of a few. It, but Kyler Murray could also miss the entire 23 season, 2023 season. And so I, these are all the. So if you're the Cardinals and you're trying to build this thing for next year, what do you do? I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah. because that's a great question. There's all no, no. I've heard also draft a quarterback. Well, you, I mean, you're not going to draft a quarterback. You're not going to go into 2023 with a rookie quarterback as a starter. No. You can't. Well, the more realistic option is you probably have to find a veteran quarterback, which you kind of already have in Colt McCoy. But if Kyler's going to be out eight to ten games, do you want to turn to Colt McCoy for that? If Kyler's going to be out longer, do you want to go in with Colt McCoy potentially as your quarterback for the entire season? Then you start looking at guys like Andy Dalton and Jimmy Garoppolo. Is like, are those your guys? Are those your stopback guys? And then you kind of say, well, my God, is the whole 2023 season a stopgap season? And then you have questions about who's going to coach this football team. Well, it shouldn't. I mean, 2023 shouldn't be a stopgap season. You, you if you're waiting for but if you're, wait, if you're, wait, if you're well, waiting for Kyler Murray to come back. That's where you got to be careful, yeah, because... Like, because Andy Dalton's quarterback in your football team? I mean, Wait, how I, did we get to where Andy Dalton's I'm quarterback just, I'm just... I'm, just, I'm not signing off I'm just that. throwing out... Well, I mean, look, do you no, really... I mean, I, I get they're, not, what you're saying. they're not growing on trees, quarterbacks, to take you to the playoffs. It, it, it would appear that you're right. There, when, can we get Brock Purdy? Can't we, like, evoke some sort of, like, <laughs> well, you went to high school here, so you have to come play here? Uh, I want to... You mentioned the road. You get Bryce Perkins. I prefer Brock Purdy at this point. Um, the the rosy picture, the path you're trying to follow is Joe Burrow's because what Joe Burrow was late November of 2020, torn ACL and MCL, was back for the start of 2021, led his team to the Super Bowl in 2021. That is the best case scenario, obviously. Right. But he but three you know, and three week difference, and that's what I was saying. Maybe yeah. Kyler misses the first three games. Yeah, and if it's three games, you just go with Colt McCoy. That's fine. Three you go games, with Colt you go McCoy. With you try to go two and one. He's Whatever. done it before. <laughs> He's done it before. That seems to be his move, the two and one with the, the three games missed. Yeah. Um, but then you have the layers of Kyler Murray's a different quarterback than Joe Burrow. I mean, Kyler Murray oh, uses yeah. his legs. He plays a different style of game. Well, and the other issue is, are you going to know in August, okay, we just got to make it through three games? I mean, it, 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 to me, it keeps coming back to how do you try and fix this team in the offseason now? Because you're right. If, if, you're, if Kyler's going to miss 10 games next year, 
I don't know if Colt's the guy for 10 games, with all due respect to Colt. You know, it, last night wasn't a great game for Colt. For 10 games, that's a lot. If you're telling me you yes. got to get through three games, absolutely. I trust Colt McCoy to go in there for three games. He's done it a few times. But if you're talking about the start of a season and teams know all offseason that they're preparing for Colt McCoy in week one and two and three and four all the way through, you might need to go get somebody. But the thing is, are you going to know that in August or are you going to know that in week three of the season that you needed to go get somebody? Right. You may not know that Kyler's pinpointing August or excuse me, October 1st as a comeback date until July 1st. You might not, maybe you'll know that in April. I don't know. Well, either way, you're not going to know he's definitely back on October 1st until like October 1st. You know what I mean? Like you can have a plan and then they'll, they will have a plan. Hey, Kyler's going to miss three weeks, so we're going with this. But you're not going to know anything definitively because the other variable here is like you just said, Kyler's a running quarterback. He's not Lamar Jackson running, taking off and running for 100 yards in a game, but he is scrambling around behind the line of scrimmage and he's taking off and getting you seven or eight yards. He is a mobile quarterback. Joe Burrow, Burrow can move, but that wasn't, that's not, that's no, that's not a, the, he's a different, he's a different quarterback. Yeah. Right. And there's also, there's also a mental rehabilitation component to this with Kyler Murray. When is, when is he going to be ready to let that thing rip and play Kyler Murray style football? I mean, there's all, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. This thing is such a mess right now. And on top of all that, Kyler Murray's been regressing. He hasn't won a lot of football games lately, in case anybody hasn't noticed. But everything else is fine, though, right? (laughs) (laughs) Everything in the last 10 minutes. He's won three games as a starter this year. He's won two games since October last year. Um, Here, this is Colt McCoy after the game. He was asked how ready he is to be the starter going forward. You know what? Like I've played for a long time, and you always got to be ready. Um, You never want to see the guy in front of you go down. You just don't. And you know, I've had a lot of opportunities in my career. I've I've gotten injured, so um, I'm thankful to be on this team, on this squad, and I love the guys that that we have. And we've battled injuries all year long, and the guys that are going to go in there. They're gonna they're gonna fight till the very end, and I don't think there's any more than you can ask for. And I'd be proud to go lead them. All right, so that is Colt McCoy after the game. Certainly, that is your starter going forward this season. Maybe you see a little bit of a look at Trace McSorley just to see what you have. We can get more into that. Uh, what Melody had the Trace McSorley song just queued up, knowing we were going to say his name at some point today. Uh, We are out here at Holiday Heroes, benefiting Operation Santa Claus, presented by Sanderson Ford, broadcasting live from GCU Championship Golf Course. want to remind you to text DONATE to 620-620. You can make a donation. Minimum of $20 means you're entered to win autographed sports memorabilia or tickets to some of the most popular events in town. We are giving away something every hour. We've already given away a DeAndre Ayton autographed basketball, a Carson Kelly autographed bat, and a Cattell Marte autographed baseball just in this show, and we're only halfway through, plus your $20 donation gets you four entries into the drawing to win a Sanderson Ford F-150 Super Crew truck or Lincoln Corsair. And again, I do want to reiterate this because it kind of happened right as they were going out the door. The guys from Moving Team 6 were kind enough to just drop off a $4,000 uh, check to, yeah, how about that? for Holiday Heroes. Nice guys, by the way. Yeah, great guys. And uh, just casually, it's, it's tough to casually hand somebody a giant check. But uh, You look like you just won a golf tournament, Luke. I, Hold I'm, that big check. I'm a horrible golfer. <laughs> well, I think. I don't know. I've never really done it. Coming up next, we're going to take you through the top stories of the day with Wolf and Down Your Lunch. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.